0: louder ah again
1: but you need but but you need i can but you need but but you need again but you need but
0: but you need i can but you need white america
1: assassinate
0: my character old perception old perception something bold happens every day i swear to god and uh today I'm doing a recording on a Friday night. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm maturing, but I haven't gotten this, to this level of maturity. This is my first Friday night ever doing this. And yes, I'm sober, completely sober. I got a little water. It's intoxicating when you drink good water, but uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. And I got Coach Wyatt Griffith. Um, interesting story as to how I found him, but Wyatt, how we doing? Well, how we doing? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you having me on today. I'm excited. Absolutely. Thank you for joining. I thought I was dead in the water because I shot you a pretty long DM and I didn't see any responses for a few days, but I'm glad yeah. you're connected.
1: It, not, the, the DMs right now, bro, have kind of just been like, there's like an extensive amount that I just haven't had time to go through. So when I saw yours, I was like, yeah, dude, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely reach back out to you, man.
0: So do you get hit up a lot in the DMs? Or are they just flooding right now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be frank, to be frank.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's uh yeah, there's a lot of unread ones right now. I just, I don't have like, the only time I'm really on is when I'm like posting some content. Other than that, I'm pretty much working. So like, I I just, I haven't had really much time, but I'm glad that I got a chance that
0: you and I could connect and uh, talk about some stuff. Yeah, no, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And uh, that's a good point right away. See, I always come into this stuff, never knowing exactly what I want to get into, but that's a great point because, you know, I try to stay off socials. Um, I mean, it's easier to have been done, obviously. But when you have something, you know, like a podcast or what you're doing, you need to be posting content because that's the main marketing channel these days. That's how you spread the word. Um, do you try to stay off socials, too? Or is it strictly something where you're on there to post? I think that like in today's you know
1: the way that the world is moving right now that is kind of your platform for everything it's almost like your resume at this point um and i'm very like traditional I'm very old school anyway but um kind of just getting with the waves getting with the times i know that like content is king and the more you put out there you know the more eyes you're going to get the more attention it's going to grab so
0: i mean it's 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 just kind of moving with the times really so yeah no you have to It's either, uh, it's like MySpace, you know, back in the day. I don't know if you had a MySpace. I I don't think I did. I don't think my parents let me in, honestly. But yeah, it is. How old are you, bro? How old are you? I'm 25. I'm 25. You're not the same age. What are you, 26? 25. You're 25? Yeah. No shit. Okay. Well, I'm going to need the workout plan. I thought you had uh, like some 30-year-old strength or something. I don't know.
1: No, 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 no. I got you, bro. I got you. Okay, beautiful.
0: This is already good. So, everybody. The reason I found why um was I was just – I don't know if it was on my For You page or what it was, but, you know, I, like, listening to Drake. And an Instagram reel came up, Sacrifices was playing, and I saw a ripped dude. And I, I did not know it was even Terrell Owens. Is it Terrell Owens or Terrell Owens, by the way? Terrell. Does he get you call him? Everybody's gotten
1: it wrong for years, but it's, it's Terrell. It's Terrell.
0: Okay, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yeah. Okay, I got it. T.O. I'll just call him T.O.
1: Yeah, it's hard to get used to, but, yeah.
0: T.O. <laughs> So I see T.O. grinding, um, absolutely grinding. You got him, you know, pulling sleds. He's doing resistance training. He's doing everything. And he's he's fucking he's a machine at what, 45, yeah. something like that. Um, but how did you get in touch with him? And actually, let's back up. How did you get to the point where you're training T.O.? What, what led you to training, playing football? What happened? So the, the uh, gym that I was
1: uh, helped coaching at down there, um, there was a, a guy there uh, who is, who's partnered with them. His name's, uh, Bill and Bill runs, uh, Aries PT. And, uh, one day Bill was in the gym and I had heard from the owner of MC that Bill was, uh, coaching, you know, taking t- Terrell through like PT and stuff. So I was like, Hey man, I know that, you know, Terrell loves doing like speed work. If he ever wants to like link up one day, just let me know. And then like maybe two or three days later, he hit me up. like, Hey, I got TO in here. Do you want to come by? I was like, yeah. So went down there and, uh, Took Terrell through like maybe like a brief ten to fifteen minute circuit, and then after that, he and I chopped it up for about maybe ten to fifteen minutes, and then I got another call to like come down and train him. And then after about like three times of training him, Terrell and I exchanged numbers, and then Terrell and I have just been training. You know, it's just been he and I like hitting each other up, like, "Hey, let's let's get together this day, this day. Where are we at right now on the on the regiment?" So that's kind of how it blossomed into something.
0: So when you start training too, I mean, are you in your mind? Are you thinking, yeah, I'm going to get this break by training this freaking star or were you looking for the breaker or, or how do, how does that even come about in your mind?
1: Well, I mean, bro, like this is not my first time training somebody who's in the limelight. I mean, Taro is, he's in a class of his own cause he's a hall of famer. Um, but I think one of the reasons why my success in my relationship with any of these professional Olympians that I train Uh, Is because I'm not. I treat them like anyone else. I would treat them the same way I would treat my high schoolers or my college athletes. Uh, It's not really. I don't do the fanboy shit, and I don't do the stardom stuff. I just treat them like they get it on the regular. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean it, it. I have had surreal moments where it's like, I mean, I grew up watching Terrell. You know, so to be coaching him and doing stuff with him is always like a surreal moment. But it's it's never like fanboy shit ever. You know, and he's such a humble guy that. It just makes the process of training that much easier. Um, but no, it's never really came across my mind like, oh, this is going to be my big break training him. You know, it's just one of those things. Like I believe in the process for what Terrell's trying to do right now, and I want to be a part of that, and I want to really help him. I mean, he will make a comeback. Um, people, you know, people are like, will he do it? Can he do it? The dude's forty-seven. He's in better shape than most twenty-year-olds. And I mean, I, we just had him out there running. He ran a four-four forty. So I mean, the guy, he's a he's a specimen, bro. So like, he's. You know, and like, that's always one of the things that, that blows my mind is one of my niches was speed. That's what I do. I'm a frontside mechanics coach. And when we were, we were running one day, I ran my fastest laser time was a four, four. We're running one day and he's staying with me and he has a sled on. So like, he's just hauling ass, man. You know, like people don't understand. He doesn't look fast. He has that deceptive speed. So I'm telling you, dude, that's why, that's why for me, it's exciting. Cause it's like, I'm part of this process. And I have a key element into like helping him. Now it's terrible. Almost. There's a lot of divine intervention. Now, this, this man is a specimen, but you know, there's tools that have been put in place to help him get to that next level. And he does a great job, man. He works so hard. No one can contest with his work ethic. It just can't be done.
0: So does he, okay. I remember, you know, the DJ Steve Porter remix when you had Chad Senko and Tio on the same team, right? Yeah. I'm going to stop that, Tio, that little thing. Um, so I look at Ocho Cinco, he's boxing now, he's staying in shape, of course. But right. he's also got this bit where he's like eating McDonald's every day. Yeah. TO, so what the hell does TO eat? Is he eating McDonald's with Ocho? No, hell no, bro. That 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 whole thing with the
1: TO <laughs> the Ocho versus science thing, that works for Ocho because Ocho is another one. He's got divine intervention going on, bro. That that works for him and his genetics. That doesn't work for the masses, you know? Um no, Terrell's eating pretty healthy, pretty clean, pretty lean. You know,
0: he's not really getting off of his diet. I mean, he's pretty straightforward with what he does. That's, I mean, I would hope, I would hope he doesn't eat McDonald's because then if he is, how are you going to tell anybody they can't eat McDonald's, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and that's the thing with, with uh, Chad Johnson, bro. Like, that's just crazy to me, you know? I mean, he does it literally, <laughs> he's done it every day for his entire life. His entire career, he did it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just the he's just a specimen. He's a different breed. He's the exception, not the rule. You know what I mean? Yes, no, hundred percent. But I had to get some TO talking, but I, want, I wanted to circle back to you here. So I asked you, hey, were you looking for a break? You know, uh, what was your big picture? What was your big picture? Let's get a break and then let's climb up. And yeah. I appreciate your response because everybody is human at the end of the day. Like yeah. fame can change your perception of somebody, but it's not reality. Like fame is not reality. Social media is not reality. I apologize for the background noise. I'm in an apartment complex right now. It's beautiful. Bro. It looks beautiful. <laughs> it's not mine. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know I like that mindset from you because I feel like that prepared you for, you know, Tio and then more to come too. Um, we were talking, I was joking. I was, I was saying you're the next Chris Brickley of the league, but I wasn't joking. Uh, wow. Cause it looks like you got your shit down. Um, how is it you- so
1: funny you say that bro? Cause you said that, and I had sent a screenshot of that to my ho- so that so all that content you see that's one of my boys who does the content that that is like the the, the content guy. So I sent him that because he's like, bro, you're like the Chris Brickley of football. And I'm always like, and no disrespect to Chris Brickley, but I'm like, who is Chris Brickley, bro? Because like I said, I'm really not on 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 social media like that. So when I looked up Chris Brickley, I was like, oh okay, probably. Cause like I got tats, he's got tats, so I get it. So and he, by the way, he is killing
0: it, like. He's got, I've watched his stuff. His shit is, yeah, he he's on top of his game. He, oh yeah. He know what are you talking about? Well, also with social media, uh, you know, the other side of it is yes, you got content you're pushing, but then your sponsor money is crazy because you can right, start right, right. posting Cause you, he posts something like every day. I swear he has a new ad every day. Yeah, so no,
1: he's on top of his shit, bro. And it looks, he's, he definitely is one of those people. Like if you actually watch it and break down his stuff, like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I mean? He's not just some like Joe who's like coaching guys for basketball and getting clout. Like, no, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. So uh, it was cool once I found out who he was and I was like, oh, this, this dude knows his shit, you know?
0: So. Yeah. No, you, you'll take Brickley. You'll take the Brickley comparison for sure. Uh, yeah. And that's, a, that's an interesting point because obviously it's not just all fun and games. Like Instagram makes it look that way. And, you know, you look cool. You know, you're with cool people. But behind the scenes, you have to grind. You have to know your shit. It's the right. 10,000 hour rule. Um, how many, you know, how many years have you committed to studying this stuff and really mastering the craft?
1: Dude. So it's funny. So like my background in this is, is pretty extensive from the standpoint of like, no, I'm
0: just going to ask your background. Like, how did you get here? You know?
1: So I like, from the time I was a young one, bro, like my dad, my dad played pro ball too. So like, this is kind of like a lineage thing in my family. Like everybody played football, you know, and and everybody played at an elite level. So it was kind of like just the path that I was on. Um, from the time I was like 12, my dad got me in the gym. That was when he let me start lifting. And then he was just like, you need to make this gym your second home. And right around the time I, I, I hit my first PR when I was like 13, I just was addicted to the anatomy of the body and the structure of how we make things work. So as time went on, it developed, man. I got into college. When I got into college, I was studying, uh, I was like, uh, sports science major and it's just such a broad subject there's really no like what are you there's no definitive thing to it it's so broad uh so i transferred to another university and while i was there i got into human health and kinetics so i was learning about kinesiology i was learning about the anatomy of the body i was learning about functionality in uh, modalities and whatnot and um that was my major when i got out of college um i started getting my certs and that's when i started to really study into the body and Around that time, I got that job at Titus and when I was at Titus, I was around some of the most elite professionals in the world in strength and conditioning and it just helped me grow from a coaching standpoint, you know and then from an educational standpoint, I was just ahead of the game at I was 21, 22 and, and I was learning from these guys that were 40 50 been in the game for 30 years. So I just had so much more knowledge and experience than these guys that go through years of, CERT training years of college and have no field experience. I was just getting it baptized by fire. So um, that's, that's kind of where it really started and then blossomed into something more.
0: And it sounds like you knew pretty early, like you said, when you hit that PR, um, you kind of like were shit, you know, is this, you know, is that the light bulb moment? Is this what I want to do? Is this my passion? And I think there's something to be said for that because the earlier you start and the earlier you follow your passion, I think that gives you a leg up. Because um, you know, some people they go in and do the the office job, and they 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 just look to kind of do the societal norm thing, and then they find out kind of too late. It's never too late, but they they're you know older than you were when you figured it out. Is that kind of is there something to that? I think that. You know,
1: it's really hard right now. And like, I've seen it so many times with friends and and just like when they're coming out of college, they think that they have this broad idea of what they're going to do going into college. And then throughout the transitional phase of four to five years, they're just like, not even using my degree. And what I'm studying is not even what I want to do. I think that I'm very blessed from that standpoint that I've always had a passion for what I do. And that, you you know, recently I've been putting polls up and I'm just like, you know, who's loving what they're doing on a Monday or a Tuesday, you know? And it's like, I love what I do. Cause I get to wake up every day and I get to go to a gym and I'm around athletes and you know, like it's, I don't have to be confined behind a desk. I don't have to wear a suit, although I love wearing suits and I have a bunch of them. My, my outfit, my professional attire is, is just, I can make it as swaggy as I want. <laughs> I mean with athletic gear. So Um, I I don't know, man. I think there is a lot to be said about following, you know, whatever your calling is, but it's, it's hard for a lot of people. And I feel very blessed to know that from a very, for a very long
0: time, I've known what I want to do. So when you first came out and kind of, you know, clarified to the world, Hey, this is the path I'm taking. There had to been haters. I'm sure. I mean, there's haters, no matter what you're doing. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, dude, it's, it's so funny. I've never had Haters, I've had I've had doubters, you know. Um, and I think one of like, you know, the I don't want to say coolest, it wasn't a cool moment, but it was a solidifying moment for me as an individual. You know, my father and my mother, um, they never didn't believe in me or support me, but they always wanted me to make sure that I was set up for my future. And they're just like, make sure you're getting in a job that has benefits, you know. Like, are you sure you want to go down this route? It's it's a hard a competitive business. And I remember like, I was just like, and it's just like been anything else in my career. Like with football, I've never been given shit. I've had to earn everything that's been, that I've got. And that's ultimately what has led me to my success. And the moment that I started my own business, the moments that I had multiple amounts of, of, of revenue coming in, you know, the minute I had all these trusted professionals going out and trusting my brand and not being a part of someone else's brand. That was the moment where I was like, I, I can do this. And, and when that happened and fell through, everybody was, um, very, very happy, very proud, you know, never not supportive, just very like concerned. you like, make sure that everything's good with their kid, you know, or, or their family member. And, um, so, I mean, that was one of those moments for me where I was like, yeah, I don't have haters. I don't have non-believers, but I do have, you know, skeptics, you know, they're like, all right, is this the best thing he should
0: do? So, yes. No. And one of my favorite episodes I've done on here, Um, Bradley, I don't know if you've listened to him. I'm a, I'm a sales guy outside of this. So he's like a sales guru. So for you, it's like a Brickley type of thing. Um, But he came on and he said, you know, there's actually not negative people out there. There's not haters because I choose to not let them be haters. They're just white noise. I don't give a fuck what they're saying. Right. Um, So I think that's kind of what you're saying in a sense, because I mean, you love what you do. You're confident in it. And actually it's pretty, it's badass. You're in a badass industry. So even if there was haters, it'd be kind of like, you guys don't think this is cool? Are you serious?
1: And I've never really concerned myself with what other people say. You know, like I I talked about it one time and there's that old adage, you know, like don't, don't do what, do what you want to do for you. You know, don't do anything to prove other people wrong. And I was like, now fuck that dude. Everybody who said I couldn't do shit, I'm going to prove them wrong. And that's kind of like the mentality I've had with everything. Um, but like, I've never really given much thought from the standpoint of like, Oh, is this person hating on me? Or is this person like saying that my, this person I'm training, they're not getting deep enough in their squat. Like hey, fuck you. Where's your certification? Are you training hall of famers? Like, get out of my, like, what are you doing? You know, like, you're just, you're irrelevant to me, you know? Um, but shit haters. I mean, that's, that's also publicity, bro. Like you want to hate, you want to talk shit. I mean, keep giving me more attention, bro. You know?
0: So, Hey, they say all press is good press, you know? exactly. so kind of need them at times. You don't need them. You, you don't ever need them. But you can definitely turn, you know, you can turn it into fuel. It won't right. lay down in that sense. Right. So what uh okay, let's say uh I'm trying to pick a timeline. Two year, five year, what's the two year, five wire five year plan for your business? And what is your business called? I actually don't even know. So G6 performance and training. Okay. Uh, name
1: of my performance academy. Um I mean, bro, ultimately, the, the long term goal is to have multiple locations and have them running so well and efficiently that they are running themselves, you know, kind of like what D1's done. Uh, D1's done a fantastic job and has a great marketing idea for what experience they're trying to give the client. And, uh, that's ultimately what I've done. I've had the opportunity to work inside of these D ones as well, and and be a part of these industries and these companies and see how they run and and maneuver. Um, so, I mean, that's given me a great idea on how I want to do things as well. There's, there's things they did that I didn't really like. And there's things they did that I love. Um, same thing with Titus, um, same thing with anywhere else. You know, I'm also a, uh, fitness consultant for a franchise, um, so I have the opportunity to, you know, consult and do things in, in, uh, in that aspect, which is also a good perspective on how I need to be as a business owner too. Um, so, I mean, there, there's just, it's hard for me to say, you know, like I've, I've had this question asked me so many times where it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? And it's like, bro, I didn't see myself having a podcast tonight at 10 o'clock at night. But, you know, I, I can't really give you that, you know, but what I can say is that things right now are on the up. And that uh, the ultimate long term goal is to have multiple locations run themselves efficiently.
0: Before I forget this question, I just want to I want to get it out there. So is there like three fitness or diet, just tips that you would consider kind of like secret weapons or that is not publicly thrown out there that you kind of swear by or that have helped you? Well,
1: I think that time under tension, you know, that dynamic resistance is a, is a key development to building muscle mass and power and explosion. I think if that we can connect mind to muscle and really understand what it is we're doing, um, that is huge. I, I think another one is probably an extensive amount of work on our core. I emphasize our core work um, because that's really our foundation. You know, without a foundation, you have no base. So that is one of the things that I always focus on. Uh, if there's a third thing, I think it's pretty hard to neglect, uh, nutrition, but like, if I compare that and be like nutrition and sleep, you know, like our body really needs time to recover and rest. You know, you'll have all these people that be like, I'm up at five in the morning grinding. And it's like, great. What time did you go to bed? 11, 12, like your body's had zero time to recover. So, um, and I guess if we're just going to call it what it is, recovery is that, that, that would be the huge thing. You know, people don't give them themselves enough time to recover. And anytime I have someone come train with me, I've had multiple people that'd be like, Hey, I want to train five times a week. And that's like, that's great, but we're going to train three. I'm like, well, why not? And it's like, I'm not, a, I'm not here to take your money. Okay. I'm here to make sure that you see results. And if you don't give your body enough time to recover and rest, you won't see results. So time under tension, core and recovery are the, the three essential things I would say.
0: So time under tension, um, is it about, less reps in the set or is it literally making sure you're going slow and it's about control it's all about
1: control you know it's it's all about understanding to what you're activating in the motion you know so if you're doing a curl you understand that you're activating your bicep but how in that moment of activation can you activate something else can i activate my forearms and really focus in on that and while i'm doing that can i control the weight at a steady pace up Can I hold it up there at the peak part of its ISO? And then can I control it down? That's really the key part to time under tension.
0: Um, Mind muscle. I'm interested in this. I want to get into this, actually. I remember I read an old book. Arnold wrote it. I was a little tight college freshman. And uh, something clicked with me in there. I think he said something about when you're doing a chest press, you know, you want to like literally manifest that, that blood flow into the pec or whatnot, whatever it is. And it, it, basically the overall thing was, it's important to think about the intent behind the lift. Is this, is this what you teach your guys? I always say that everything we do
1: now reminds you, a lot of these people that I'm training are athletes. Okay. And let's say a good majority of them are football players. Everything we do is with a purpose. So every repetition, every set needs to be done with the same intensity and the same purpose as the previous set. It's just how we need to, we need to start visualizing. So I'll give you an example. If we're squatting, and let's say I'm working with a running back, all right? Michael Perron is a great example. He was, he's a running back for the Jets, who I was, I was coaching for a little bit. And I was like, all right, hey, we're hitting this box. You know, Oregon Duck. Huh? Oregon Duck, right? Uh, he played for UF. I'm thinking the Michael James. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's the Michael. Um, and if he listens, I would love to train you. <laughs> Michael um, got there? Um, yeah, right. But, you know, I'm telling him, like, hey, once your ass hits this box, you need to shoot up like you're coming through that line and you're coming about hell for, hellbent for election because there's a linebacker ready to smack you, you know? Everything needs to be with power. It needs to be with aggression. It needs to be purposeful. All these movements have to have to fall under that, you know? So I agree with what, what Arnold's saying. You know, you, you can never – the things that Arnold developed are still being used today. You know what I mean? So you can't go against a legend and some of the things he was talking about. I mean, he was a bodybuilder.
0: He wasn't doing performance training, but I mean, it, it does apply the same. So, yeah, I was actually just going to ask, what's the difference between tr- like training for, you know, trying to make a comeback to the league and then training for looks like you're a freaking TikTok star, right? Right.
1: Well, I mean, aesthetic kind of comes with training, no matter what, I mean, diet too. genetic plays a a role in it as well. You know what your genes are, but I mean, what are you doing? You know, these bodybuilders, these power lifters, you know, they're, they're doing heavy, heavy quantities of weight, but what's their recovery time a lot, you know, they, they take, you know, three to four minutes in between sets, you know, if they're going up heavy, whereas performance training, you're trying to have an elevated heart rate. I'm trying to shock your CNS. So if your central nervous system is shocked, and I can elevate your heart rate and then have you perform at peak ele- uh, elevation. That's where I want you to be. Because I mean, if you think of a, think of a football game, think of a basketball game, soccer, your heart rate is just thumping, thump, 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 thump. And you have to be able to perform elite. So how can I transition what I'm doing in the weight room and make it applicable onto the field? Which has been one of the coolest studies for me because I've been training fighters lately, UFC guys. And, you know, it's interesting how I can use track work, track workouts, you know, track movements and apply it to these UFC fighters, which has been super fun from someone who's like, it's more of an educational thing. You know, it makes your brain think like, "Mm, how is an A skip or B skip or a change cycle applicable to a UFC fighter? Oh, these guys are kicking and doing flying knee kick. Like there's all kinds of things they do, you know, and they don't realize their fast twitch that they use on a regular basis. So that's a lot of information I'm throwing at you, but like, that's just like how, how my brain is working when I'm training these type of athletes, you
0: know? Oh, it's good. We live for new information. New information can change limiting beliefs. Live by belief. that. Right. Uh, yeah. So when you're training these guys, you got UFC guys, you got NFL guys, they're all high level athletes. And I right. know you're saying, look, everybody's human. Like, you can't be scared. You can't be a fanboy. Just be you. But at the same time, you are around people that have they are built different. Like no pun intended. Like mentally, physically, or are they? Let me ask you: Are they genetically just freaks, or what? What is the difference mentally when they train?
1: There, there is a, a level of shit on replay sorry i'm in
0: pajamas but i just get off the pj and last party we had a shutdown down pre-vace. ain't that where the heat play yeah. niggas hay fall as d ain't that like lebron james ain't that just
1: like dway Wait. mentality that's different there there is you know you can feel because there's more at stake you know for some of these people you know and think about it like if you have somebody who knows that they're getting ready to get a paycheck. That's not only sustaining for them, they're, they're helping their family out. You know, their training mentality is different too. You know, it's not always about them and then the camera being on them, you know, they they do have a different sense of uh, work ethic. Um, I've never really trained anybody who's just been like, I don't feel like doing that today. Can we do this? I've never really had that, you know, maybe from like a weekend warrior and they'd be like, I don't feel like doing squats today. Can we do curls? like, No.
0: But you know, I've I've never had any of my elite people say that ever. Have you ever listened to like an Andy Frisella by chance? Andy Frisella, I feel like I have listened to Andy Frisella. I think my boy actually just sent me a thing on him the other day. Does he
1: have one the, like a podcast that he does? Yeah,
0: he does. Uh, he does like the seventy-five hard program. He made that. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh-huh. basically, I'm making a connection here because he's he's a guy that's super motivational, hard ass in your face. And he says, you know, whenever you don't want to do something and then you end up doing it, like your discipline just multiplies exponentially compared to if you want to do it, you're in there doing it. So it's interesting to me that like these guys, maybe, maybe there's some days where they don't want to do it, but they'll never show it. They'll always do the work. And that might be the difference, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever had to get like a guy like T O up for a workout or anything.
1: Well, it's not that I have to get like, like tarot, for instance, I'm not having to really like, Hey man, get out of bed and come train. You know, I don't really have to do that, you know, but it's like, when we're out on the field. I mean, there's times where it's like, it's hot as hell in in Lauderdale. You know what I mean? And like, when there's no one else out there to do repetitions with, it's just him back to back to back to back reps. You get gassed you know, but in that moment of getting gas, you know, it's also our responsibility. Like as a strength coach, I'm a professional hype man more than anything. So I'm like on his ass, like, Hey, come on, baby, let's go. I'm not really like, Oh, you're doing such a good job T. am not doing that shit. I'm, I'm like, Hey, let's go, baby. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving, you know, to keep the energy up. I mean, but other than that, like that energy is met the minute we step on the field, the minute we step in the weight room, it's just, it's
0: we're clocking it. So have to. You have to. Is that T.O. right there? He wants to run sprints. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I talked to him yesterday. He's actually – he was
1: just today on the uh, uh, the Shannon Sharp show today. He oh, was really?
0: There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, on FS1, huh?
1: Yep, and then, uh, like, he was doing stuff with TMZ the other day and stuff, so. So he's legit coming back. I mean, we, we – me and my boy Levi, who does the content um, – we've been circulating a lot of eyes. I mean, and it's crazy, man. Like when I'm training him, typically when I was training him, it was amazing. The amount of people that would run by and not say anything like, do you guys not know who this is? Like as me, I'm just like, do you not know who this is? But now I'm not kidding you, bro. Since we've started to put content out and Terrell started to put this content out that's being created for him, people are just swarming where we're at training. And it's just like pop rock, like just like people out there taking pictures. Hey, can we get a, can we like get an autograph ATO? we love you. It's just, it's been like crazy lately. You know, the amount of attention that's been circulating, you know, like now we got this whole thing going on with him racing Shikari, him racing Brandon Marshall
0: and, you know, him and B going at it. It's just, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. Dude, all all press is good press and social media curates it and multiplies it. Um, Circling back. You said when you train T, you know, you're not out there being, you know, good job, nice sprint, good, good form. Like I find that interesting because you got some guys like him that obviously they don't want a yes man. They want to be pushed. Um, And then I heard the other day, Derek Jeter back in the day, he wouldn't hang out with anybody that was even close to negative. He would only surround himself with positive people. Now I don't think that's having yes men around you, but is there differences in, you know, athletes, mental makeups where, yes, obviously there is, you know, some need to be pushed and told fuck themselves and then the other people are they kind of need the positivity right
1: But you bring it back to like you know i don't know what your background is in sports but like in football there's a saying called kyp it's know your personnel and it's just like i apply that to these athletes i'm training you know after about one session of training them i understand what type of mentality they have and what type of energy i need to bring for them now i can't be like that with every i can't be like hey let's go baby let's move let's move let's move like pick this shit up some people, I'm like, hey, you're doing great, man. Keep keep that energy going. It looks great. Let's go. That lo- that was awesome. Keep moving. Everybody's different, you know. Now, some of my weekend warriors, I am, I am like, hey, you're doing a great job. Take take a break. Take a minute. You relax, you know. Like I, I have to for some of them, you know. But other than that, no. The I have not had anyone who's just like, man, can you like calm down a little bit? Like, no, because that energy that energy is just it's so captivating you know it's it's inviting and it's it's very um uh, what's the word i'm looking for um infectious you know like that it just helps everything start going and flowing so like, like i said like our job is strength we're hype men you know we're out there to get get everything flowing
0: and get everyone excited and hype about what we're doing all the while educating them. so i feel like you cannot fake it you you got to be hyped for real when you're with these dudes training hard in the sun oh it's it's I'm out there
1: sweating. Levi the cameraman, he's out there sweating. Like we're can't, Levi's literally running. You know, this kid's getting a workout too. Cause he's got to stay up with us while we're training, you know? And uh, I'm one of those coaches who gets active. I'm I'm right there when you're lifting, I'm right there when you're running, like I'm trying to set the pace for you, you know, because it just it's it brings a different level. You know, there's not a lot of coaches that do that. So I do like that part of what I do, you know, it's a different element than what they they're used to. So
0: Absolutely. So I'm interested in the business perspective of, uh, of this whole thing, you know, because you got Levi, your content guy. Yes. You no, know, you got you, of course, the owner, the the ham in the sandwich. But how do you operate this? From you know, do you sit down with Levi every week and you're like, these are my goals for you know social media exposure. What what do you focus on weekly? Is it client base? Is it exposure?
1: Yeah. So like I have like uh, a journal that I'm writing in like regularly. Right I keep it next to me all the time. Cause like, even right here, I'm just like, Hey, I got this podcast to do. Um, there is a, you know, there's no real routine weekly because my routine changes every day. Um, but there, like, I talked to Levi today and, you know, we're going to have a powwow about how we're supposed to, you know, link up and make things for like, there's a company I'm in with called Hiko sticks, uh, and Levi's in with Hiko sticks now and like how we're going to make reels for them. Uh, and draw eyes to HECO sticks. You know, I'm sponsored by 10 performance. It's a, a supplement company. How am I going to do things for 10 performance? You know? Uh, so we do have these meetings. Um, we do have times where we're talking about it, hey, like, what's the next, what, what what's like popping right now that people really are thriving on. They really like seeing And I was like, Oh, it's like this I'll bet. We can make that happen. You know, all the while, let's do it for real and not make it look like it's just for clout, you know? So, um, That is a very tight and fine line that we've been dancing with, you know, making it authentic and not like fabricated, you know, where it's like so played out. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like we've we've rehearsed it. We don't want it to be like it's always organic. That one you saw where I'm like out there dancing. That's how I am on a regular basis, man. I'm 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 out there grooving. You feel me? Like I'm out there dancing and doing shit. So like that was uh, Levi just caught some B-roll and put it in there and it just happened to flow with sacrifices. So.
0: I mean, that was – I don't want to fanboy myself. Like, I put that on my story, and I was like, T.O. is 47, everybody. And right, that was, like, the main point. But I also was like, this is just a vibey video. This is sick. Like,
1: That's what we said dude, when he was – he did that all on his iPhone. And, like, when we were – yeah, bro. Cause, and he's put, like – I would say Levi's probably put like five grand into the amount of gear that he has. Like, since he and I have like linked up, he's put in so much time and effort. I'm really excited to have him and, and he and I be teammates of this because we just have so many things that we're, we're working on right now. We're actually, uh, it's, it's on the, uh, the hush hush, but like, I have a merch line dropping, uh, for G6, but we're working on a shoe right now and the shoe is the shoe is crazy. Uh, so, I mean, that's on the, the hush hush, but we'll, I'll say that we are working on a shoe. Um, but yeah, man, there's, there's just, it's, it's been a, it's been a
0: very fun process. I will say that. So see, I asked you what's next and you were like, I didn't even know how to podcast like yesterday. So how, how am I supposed to know? But you have a shoe in the works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The shoe, the shoe was something that we, we came up with and then we had an idea and then, you know, we started talking with, with other people that were bigger and, and, then things are starting to roll right now, which is crazy, you know, because, um, Conscientiously, we're very health-oriented people, you know. So uh, it's, you know, they, well, well, I don't want to give too much away, but there's things in the work with recycled parts and stuff. So I mean, it's 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 really cool what we're doing. Uh, I'm really excited about that project in particular. Uh,
0: and when that, uh, what size shoe are you? Well, when that's done. I'll have a 12 for you. Let's you know, go, baby. Let's project. go. And it's and it's recyclable. What is this about? Or can you not say, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. Well, I
1: mean, no, I can, I can recycle from the standpoint of like, you know, there's a lot of stuff, like how do we, you know, how can we actually make the the environment um, better, you know, and just like really saving the environment from the standpoint of people littering and recycle, recycle reuses. So um, we're, we're working with a developmental project that's doing that. So um, that's really cool. That's exciting. It's fun. Uh, and it's different. So there's only one other brand that I've said, two brands really that have done it. Nike and Adidas have done it. So um, we're like, Hey, well, why don't we do one? So, and I'm a, I'm a shoe fanatic. So the amount of ideas I, that, that have been circulating in my brain with this conversation
0: has been surreal. So. See, I mean, you're a shoe fanatic. You, you're following your passions in more places than one. And when you can live your brand, you know, like that's, that's a plus. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, man. It's, it's fun. I love what I do. Absolutely. So to end it, I know I said we got to keep it relatively short. All you guys out there, all you guys and gals are, you're, you, you guys got new stuff to do. You know, you got to get off the phone and go do something else. But so we're a big power of the mind pod overall. And that's just a huge theme with us. Um, I don't even have a specific question. I just kind of wanted to open it up to you. Yes. What, where are you at with that concept? You know, mind is power, mind over matter. Is, or do you even agree? I don't know. I do. Um, I definitely
1: believe that whatever the mind can conceive, the body will achieve. I think that the most powerful tool that has ever been created is our mind, uh, and our brain. It is just a fascinating computer that, um. Once we learn to tap into that side where we understand that, you know, we have things that we can control, you know, and there's these like blue areas across the world. I think there's like seven places that are like labeled as blue states, but basically people have lived for hundreds, like, like 130, you know, and a lot of that has to do with their nutrition plan, but a lot of it has to do with the power of meditation, you know, and just really seeing things and taking time to step back and just relax and let go and have that inner touch with your spiritual side. I think that that's super important. I do it all the time. I meditate a lot. Um, and I, I believe that whatever you tell yourself is, is actually the truth and whatever you say you can and can't do, you will do. So um, that's kind of where I stand with that.
0: You said meditation, by the way, and I apologize again for background noise, but uh, we just had a hypnotherapist on and she was saying, Hey, you know, the, the preconceived notion of meditation is that if I meditate, I'm not going to be ambitious. I'm just going to want to lay down and meditate all the time. But in reality, it makes it you better at what you're actually doing. Like it makes you be able to really understand yourself. that logic. Who would think like that? I can't even understand that. Dude, that, that's how I feel about people that are like, dude, you're a mind over matter guy. Like you're a subconscious brain guy. I just don't get it.
1: I've never, I can't, if somebody ever came to me like that, I'd be like, okay, so like what you're mentally weak. I don't understand. Like you have no fight or flight. It's just flight. Like, it's not like, what is it? You know, I don't, I don't even understand that concept. I remember like I was, I don't know. I think I was like 14. And I remember my dad always telling me like, Hey, look, man, if, um, you really believe something, it's definitely true. And he's like, if you believe you're sick, you're sick. I remember I went to school one day I threw up <laughs> and I was like, I can definitely call my pops and my mom's and be like, Hey, look, I'm done. Or I can just not be a pussy and just be like, yeah, I threw up, probably ate something bad and then go back to school. And that's what I did. And then at that moment I was like, yeah, all right. I think I can like handle some other shit. You know, um, you know, my brother-in-law is, I think my brother-in-law is probably like a really good example my brother-in-law without getting too sentimental, he lost his legs in Afghanistan. Okay. And during that time, you know, my brother-in-law, he just kept thinking about um, how could he, how could he stay alive? You know? And he just kept thinking about my sister and uh, his son. And he just was like, I got to get back to them. You know, I got to get back to them. And it was just like one of those things where it's like blood is, is being lost right now, a massive amounts. And yet still, the power of the mind to, to stay alive was able to make that happen. And now he's a two-time team USA gold hockey Olympic winner. Like he, it's just the, it's the power of the mind is an unbelievable thing. So I I believe absolutely in that.
0: So is this your older brother?
1: I take it. This is my brother-in-law. This is my sister's husband.
0: Okay. Got it. So I assume this kind of puts a chip on your shoulder a little bit. Like he's helped
1: him my brother-in-law or my 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 actual brother who is an EOD specialist he's a bomb deactivator in the military um he's another one dude who's just like a super mentally tough ambitious guy who who's also helped me honestly everyone in my family it doesn't matter who it is they're all badass people i come from a lineage of badass people um but they've all helped me with uh how it how i am as a person and how i perceive things
0: in my mind so so you got no choice to be, you know, anything else but a badass, a bold badass. How about that? Exactly. That's it, bro. Bold badass. That's all there is to it. I I want to wrap this up, a because it's time, but b also so I can, you know, DM me my address for these shoes. Yeah. Um, you I know, gotcha. I'm, I'm stuck on that. I really like the idea of that. But and again, see everybody out there. I wasn't lying when I said I was doing this on a Friday. Like we got party music in the background. I'm committed, but I'm doing this, and it's it's a first for everything, but it feels good. So Wyatt, thank you for jumping on. Um, Any last words to anybody out there that may not be, you know, following what they want to do, doing something else.
1: Hey, whatever it is that you really want to do in life, um, go for it, man, or chick. Like the one thing that I've learned this far at 25 years is that no one will ever give a fuck more about you than you do. So Go follow your ambitions, go follow your dreams, do it wholeheartedly. And don't give a shit about what anybody on the outside says. Just go, just go.
0: Let's freaking go. And remember to get your sleep and recovery though. Absolutely, absolutely. Get at least 10 hours. 10, okay, I'm screwed then. I'm dying at 30. <laughs> you'll be all
1: right, bro, you'll be all right. You uh, get eight and uh, nine, that's good too.
0: But I was. like. Right, right. I'll shoot for nine, I'll shoot for nine. But all right, man, thank you for joining us. This was beautiful hit a lot of points I wanted to hit. And um, hey, reach out if you got any questions for him as well. He's accessible. We all got Instagram. Might take him a few days. He's got a lot. He's got a lot. (laughs) He's a real person.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hit me up. I'll definitely get back to you when I can, for sure.
0: Let's go. All right, Wyatt. Have a good day. Everybody else, live bold. I wish I could get you this feeling. I'm planking on a million. I'm riding through your hood. You can bet I ain't got no ceiling. Made a left on no F right. We in Best Style. Made it right on 79. I'm coming down South Shore Drive. I will main Shot Town. Brooklyn to die